Ohio has its first purple coronavirus county. The number of coronavirus cases has skyrocketed in schools, and good questions exist about whether Governor Mike DeWine's late-night curfew will work to stop COVID-19 spread. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Friday, November the 20th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Ohio's concern over the rapid spread of coronavirus has become so dire that 72 of the state's 88 counties are now on red alert, and Franklin County has become first to be placed on the highest level of purple alert, Governor Mike DeWine announced Thursday. Level 4 purple for Columbus and surrounding suburbs in Franklin County comes with the warning to only leave home for supplies and services, according to the state's advisory system. DeWine said the situation has become so bad in Lake Lorraine and Montgomery counties that they could be added to the purple list next week. A week ago, 68 counties were on red alert. Only 11 counties were on red alert at the beginning of October as the fall surge in cases was beginning to take off. The state has reported more than 7,000 new cases each day this week, but revealed Thursday that another 12,000 cases have been reported but are being verified, meaning this is likely the state's worst week since the pandemic began. Ohio's kindergarten through 12th grade schools reported more than 4,500 new coronavirus cases among students and staff, according to the weekly update released Thursday. The new cases total 2,795 students and 1,733 staff. This is up sharply from the 1,627 student cases and 1,096 staff a week earlier. The schools in the seven-county Greater Cleveland-Akron area with the most newly reported cases are Brunswick with 27, Twinsburg with 21, and Medina with 18. The highest number of newly reported staff cases are Medina, 16, Mentor, 14, and Willoughby-Eastlake, 14. To date, the state has reported a total of 8,926 student cases and 5,667 staff cases. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine spent weeks blaming the spread of the coronavirus on informal gatherings among family and friends, so his overnight curfew, which went into effect Thursday, raises big questions about how it might stem transmission. Experts say there's evidence a curfew could be beneficial, although one cautions it could actually backfire. Research is scant on curfews, as they are a new public health approach. DeWine's strategy appears aimed at the riskiest behaviors that can transmit the coronavirus, namely people at bars, restaurants, and parties impaired by alcohol who forget about social distancing and end up spreading respiratory droplets through loud talking and not wearing masks. Going home earlier could limit that spread, but squeezing the hours when people gather could put more people together, risking greater spread. Summit County issued a stay-at-home advisory Thursday, urging residents to leave their homes only for essential trips and to not host guests, including for Thanksgiving. 
The summit decision follows similar advisories in Cuyahoga and Franklin counties. The orders begin at the same time Governor Mike DeWine's curfew for all Ohioans begins from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. each day, with exceptions for people going to work or seeking to buy food or prescriptions. DeWine and his wife Fran announced Thursday that they are canceling all Thanksgiving plans with their children and 26 grandchildren to avoid spreading the coronavirus. Federal prosecutors are looking at whether a network of 72 companies with names pertaining to farming, which apparently do no agricultural work, illegally obtained $7.2 million in government loans and grants from a program meant to help businesses adversely affected by the coronavirus. U.S. Attorney's Office spokesman Dan Baugh confirmed to Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer that a lawyer for Zauer Kentarly and two of his brothers had reached out to prosecutors to talk about the matter. An article published Wednesday by Bloomberg said dozens of recently incorporated businesses connected to Colin Tarley and his family received the money this year from the Small Business Administration's Economic Injury Disaster Loan Program, even though it appears the companies do not do any businesses. They are registered at three homes in the Cleveland area. Ball said his office will investigate. The companies had names such as Ohio Almonds and Peanuts LLC, Agriculture Worms, and Fertilizers LLC. Have a great weekend, and thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. We'll be back with more news on Monday. 